This is Heavenly Gospels Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Pastor Corey is still in his series, Recovery Rehab. And today he has the title of Recovering Your Mind. So get ready for this amazing word. And again, we hope you enjoy. enough but we serve a God of more than enough (laughs) aren't you grateful that we don't serve a God that doesn't just meet our expectations but we serve a God that exceeds our expectations I don't know about you but that's my personal testimony and since I feel that way I'm wondering if there's anybody out there I can't speak for you But if he's done that for you in your life, that he's exceeded expectations, he made, he's opened more than one door, that he's done more than one thing for you. If that's you, why don't you open up your mouth right there and give God a praise? Come on, why don't you open up your mouth? Yes. So Father, we thank you this morning that we serve a God of not just enough, but more than enough. (laughs) We serve a God of the overflow. That we can go through a famine and still be favored. (laughs) Good God Almighty, we can experience a drought and still thrive in that drought because of the God that we serve. As a songwriter declare, what a mighty God we serve. Angels bow before him. Heaven and earth adore him. What a mighty God we serve. And before we receive of anything, God, we just wanna love on the Father this morning and say thank you. Thank you for bringing us through another week. Thank you for bringing us through another weekend. Father, thank you for waking us up another day. Father, we bless your name today and ask that you will speak to our hearts. God, that you will walk down our street. Help us to leave here not the same way we came, but transformed by your presence and your principles. For your glory, God, and our good. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Come on and put those blessed hands together. Want to say hello to our online family. We have been having some technical difficulties this morning, and so we're, they're going to get this live later on. And so can we welcome them here as if they're watching online? <laughs> Yeah, pray that whenever you get this video, that this word is going to be settled in your hearts this morning. Somebody say, he got a word from the Lord. Got a word from the Lord. I'm going to do the best I can. (laughs) While you're standing, if you could turn your Bibles with me to Mark chapter 5. I'm going to read four scriptures in your hearing, and then we'll see what the Holy Spirit has to say to us. 
We're still in our sermon series, Recovery Rehab. How many of you, this, is, this series has been a blessing to you, and a blessing to your life? Yeah. We got, we got this Sunday and next Sunday to be our, our last Sunday in this series, and then we'll, we'll start another particular topic that God has put on my heart. Mark chapter 5, verse 25. Mark chapter 5, verse 25. If you got it, say, I got it. If you don't have it, say, hold on. Everybody got it. All right, I'll be reading from the New Living Translation, and it reads like this. A woman in the crowd had suffered for 12 years with constant bleeding. She had suffered a great deal from many doctors. And over the years she had spent, she had to pay them, but she had gotten no better. In, in fact, the text says she got worse. <laughs> Verse number 27 says she, she had heard about Jesus. <laughs> uh, I dare you just to keep talking about him. Just keep talking about him, no matter what it looks like, no matter what it feels like. Keep talking about Jesus. I know you, you're talking about your issues. I know you're talking about how they hurt you, but, but are you talking about Jesus? So she came up behind him and through the crowd, she touched his robe. For she thought to herself, if I can but just touch his robe, I will be healed. Look at that. It says, for she thought to herself, she thought to herself, she thought to herself, if I can just touch his robe, I will be healed. And the Bible says immediately, the bleeding stopped. Ugh. I don't know about you, but I feel led to say this. There's some things that have been, been overflowing in a bad way in your life, but I believe after today that it's getting ready to stop. Somebody say, it stops here. Somebody say, it stops today. <laughs> and she could feel in her body that she had been healed from this terrible condition. Family, it is my assignment to preach and to proclaim the profundity of this text today from the subject title, Recovering My Mind. Somebody say, Recovering My Mind. Would you lay your hands on your head and say, after today, I'm recovering my mind. Come on and bless God as you take your seats. <laughs> you don't see it yet, but after I get done, you're getting ready to see what I'm talking about. Family, one of the things that we understand very early, if we understand anything at all about the ways of the enemy, is that 
the enemy is after your mind. He, he wants your mind because he knows if he can get into your head, then he can get your life. And the thing that I've come to discover, family, is while the enemy is after your mind, it is not the mind he initially goes after. According to the law of first mention, whenever you want to discover what something really meant, you go back to the first time it was mentioned in the Bible. And when you go back to the first mention of the enemy in the Bible, you will see how he goes after your mind. The first person that the enemy comes upon is Eve. Somebody say Eve. And I want you to notice how he approached Eve. She, she, she is approached by the serpent, but he does not come at her from an intellectual standpoint. When, when the snake came after her, watch this, he came after her feelings. He, he said to her, did, did God really say that you must not eat from any tree in the garden? With this question, he tried to make her feel as if God was holding something back. Uh, he, he tried to make her feel as if she couldn't trust God. Which is why that we are not to be led by our feelings because our feelings will try to put us in a place where we don't trust God. Ah, which, which is the breeding ground for depression, which is the breeding ground for anxiety, which is the breeding ground for frustration and stress. And then you'll get to a point now where you're allowing your feelings to dictate your mind. Can I teach a little bit? So, so you begin to think in a certain way. Watch this because you feel a certain way. <laughs> This is also the reason why the enemy goes after our stuff we value because we put feelings on things that we value. So he, if he can mess with what we value, then he can mess with how you feel. And if he can mess with how you feel, then he can mess with your mind. And if he can mess with your mind, then he can mess with your life. But when you have your mind straight, when your heart is fixed and your mind is made up, watch this, you can handle stuff you didn't think you can handle. And that's what we learned from our text this morning. We find a woman that if the healthcare debate were going on back in that day, she wouldn't have had healthcare. She wouldn't have qualified for, for insurance because she had what we call a pre-existing condition. <laughs> the, the text says, by the time we meet her, she has already been in her issue for 12 years. By the time that we're introduced to her, she's already been in her condition for 12 years. Is that not what the text says? 
I'll read it for you if you don't believe me. The text says in verse 25 that a woman in the crowd who had suffered for 12 years with constant bleeding. She, she's been bleeding for 12 years before we, we find out anything about her. Watch this. She, she's having a gynecological issue. What, is that, what does that mean? Break that down, Pastor. It means she's bleeding in a place nobody can see. And I want to pose a question to you this morning. What do you do when you look at what you're going through and when people look at you like you got it all together, but the issue you're in, you can't tell nobody? Ah. The truth of the matter is people will, will judge you on how you look not realizing you got problems in places they can't see. Uh, that I, I might look like I got it together. I might look like I'm well. I might look like I'm strong, but even the strong ones get weak every now and, and then. I'm, I'm bleeding in areas you can't see. And just because you can't see it don't mean I'm not dealing with anything. But I love how the Bible puts a time frame on how long she's been dealing with her issue. Because this is a constant theme throughout the Bible. The Bible says this particular woman was dealing with her issue for 12 years. We meet a lame man in another, in another uh, uh, narrative that had been dealing with an issue for 38 years. We meet another blind man who had been dealing with an issue since he was born. I believe that the reason why the Bible and why these authors put a time frame on their particular issues is because God is trying to communicate to us it doesn't matter how long you've been dealing with it if the master can step in you can't recover and I come to let somebody know I don't care how long you've been dealing with what you've been dealing with that as long as the master can step in you can't recover somebody say recover 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 yeah, it don't matter how long you've been dealing with it. If it's been since birth, if it's been for two years, if it's been for five years, if it's been for 12 years, it doesn't matter how long you've been dealing with it. The great physician can help you recover. And I've discovered that nothing will make you lose your mind more than a private struggle. <laughs> her, her problem is covered. So nobody knows what, what she's, she's, she's dealing with. That truth is, this year you, you've dealt with some stuff you probably couldn't tell your family. Come on, talk to your boy. Because you know your family. Okay, y'all gonna sit up here and look at me like that. All right. Yeah, you know, you know they can't hold water. Yeah, I can't tell that family member. <laughs> you, you've dealt with some stuff this year that you couldn't even tell your friends. And the reality is why it looked like you, you've been holding, to, holding it together. You've been dealing with some stuff they can't even see. And I want you to know 
that when we, we see blood in the Bible, it represents life. So for, for 12 years, she had a condition that was literally and physically taking the life out of her. Yeah, she's been going through this thing for 12 years before we meet her. But what's interesting is we never hear about anything other than the 12 years prior to her issue. <laughs> this is why we, we have to be careful how you judge people simply on what you know. Because there may be some years you don't even know about. That, that maybe you, you think they act a certain way because of what you know about them, but they got some years of struggle and, and pain and, and difficulty, obstacles that they went through, watch this, before they met you. It may account for the reason why they act the way they do. Maybe that's the reason why some of us, we worship the way we do. Because we got some, some years that they don't know about. Maybe that's the reason why you praise the God the way you do. Because they don't know it all. You got, maybe you got some years they don't know about. Maybe that's the reason why you're yet coming to church in the pandemic. Because you got some years they don't know about. Somebody say, I got some years. You, you don't know about, if I start telling you everything, you might not even want to sit next to me, y'all. <laughs> Can we be real this morning? Yeah. Yeah, I got some years you don't know about, and, and here it is. She, she has a, a pre-existing condition ah, that she's been dealing with. For 12 years, dealing with an issue that nobody can see because it's been covered. But another reason that should have caused her to lose her mind is the text says she spent everything she had on doctors from her own pocket. Is that not the text? The text says in verse 26, she had suffered a great deal. Watch this from many doctors. And over the years, she had spent everything she had to pay them. But she had not gotten better. In fact, she got worse. <laughs> ah, she, she spent everything she, she had on, on this particular issue, and she got worse. Which means, watch this, she's been dealing with men that took from her without her getting better. She, she's been dealing, uh, and she's been giving something, and every time she gave it, she didn't get better. She got worse. And, and that will make a person lose their mind that every time you, you make a step forward, that, that every time you try to make an improvement, that every time you try to get focused on your spiritual life, the energy and the vitality that you give, it just seems like it's not enough. 
It seems like it's not enough, and it seems as if it's not working. And when you look at this text, this is the part that almost made me shout when I thought about it is, she is paying doctors, watch this, her own money out of her own pocket. And could it be that these same doctors that she was paying money to, uh, others paid the same doctors and they got better themselves? Because nothing will make you lose your mind more than seeing you invest the same energy. You got the same prayer life. Oh, y'all ain't talking to me this morning. H have you ever looked at somebody's life and you say, God, you know they ain't even living for you. God, you know they ain't serving you the way they do. Maybe it's just me. I'll talk to myself. God, I don't gossip. God, I serve you. I come to church. I serve. I do all of this. And you're going to do me like that? And you got that old Negro over there. David even said, oh, my foot almost slipped when I saw the wicked prosper. I, I almost lost it. But nothing would make you lose your mind when you've been doing everything that you can. And it still is not getting better. Oh, God. But somebody say it's going to get better. It's going to get better. No matter what it looks like, just don't lose your mind. No matter what it looks like, don't lose your mind. Don't lose your mind. Don't lose your mind. I know it may look a certain way. I know it may seem crazy, but don't lose your mind. Oh, she got to look at others get better when she's investing the same thing. Somebody said, I'm probably investing more. I worship the way I do, serve you the way I do, and they get better, but I don't. It's, it's enough <laughs> to make you lose your mind. Am I helping somebody in here? Yeah, I'm almost done. She's, she's been going through this physical condition. <laughs> that has not been properly treated. And when I studied this, I, I read something um, because, you know, of my counseling and social work background, I just, I, I just have to, I look at the, the psychoanalysis of biblical characters, and I couldn't help but psychoanalyze this particular woman. Is that all right? Is that all right if I bring my degrees to the, to the text? Plural. Y'all heard that? Degrees. <laughs> yeah, we, we edumacated out here. <laughs> Pastors edumacated. <laughs> I, I, gotta, I can't just leave all that experience. Listen, Sally May still calling me for student loans and stuff. I, listen, if, I'm, if she going to get her money, I got to use this <laughs> experience. Please, Joe Biden, forgive these student loans. I'm sorry. I just had to just, <laughs> can we just intercede and, <laughs> Lord Jesus, just touch the student loan account. Let it read zero. Woo, y'all crazy, but I, I believe y'all got some crazy faith, y'all. Y'all ain't playing either. Y'all like, no, nah, for real. That I believe God is the God enough. <laughs> Good God Almighty to counsel some dead in my life. 
I've seen them do some things before. I'm trying not to preach. I've seen them help provide money for my bills. So if he can do that, I know that he can do this. Does anybody got any recovering faith that I don't have to see it to know that it's possible, but I can operate with recovering faith like Mary that we preached some three weeks ago, that I know that he can do it because I've seen him do some things before. And I wonder, am I talking to anybody in this church or in this virtual online service that know that because I've seen him do it before, I know that he can do it again. That I know that if he healed my mind, I know that he can heal my heart. I know that if he helped me put food on the table, then I know that he can help me pay some. Somebody shout yes. <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all be seated. Here it is. Here it is. This is my section right here. I know this is my, this is my recovering faith section. I, I feel it all over here. When I discovered this, and I brought my experience to the text, I read this, that, that psychiatrists and psychologists would tell you that going through something for this long should result in some type of psycho somatic emotional breakdown. That, that when you've been going through something for this long and it, and it go untreated and not get better, by the time of the end of the 12 years, it should have been affecting her mind. By now she has seen every doctor and nothing ain't work. She has spent everything that she's had, and now she broke. She can't even go to church because of her issue, because of the Levitical law. If you had something wrong with your, your body, you couldn't even congregate yourself in the church. She, she had to be separated from society, and, and in some cases, you would be separated from her children. That's enough to make you lose your mind. She, she is bleeding, so if she's married, she can't be intimate with her husband like she, she, she should be able to. And that should have been able and caused her to lose her mind. But the Bible says she said to herself, good God, I'm trying not to run around this house. She, she thought to herself, if I can just touch the hem of his robe, I will be healed. Now the question you got to ask the text is how does she have so much positivity with everything that's going on against her? And I want, to, I want you to submit to you that the reason why she still has some positivity and that she's operating in recovery faith because she didn't lose her mind. That her body was failing, but she still had her mind. And the text says she thought to herself, with all that she's lost, she's lost money, she's lost friends, she's lost family, she's lost respect, she's lost dignity. And with everything she lost, the one thing that she did not lose was her mind. 
Many times we think we preach about the miracle of her recovering from an issue of blood. But if we fail to see the miracle that's happened in the text already, the fact that she's gone through all of that, and the fact that she's been through all of that, and she still had the presence of mind enough to say to herself, and I come to preach to somebody here this morning, that you've been through one hell of a year. You've been through hell and high water. You, you've been through troubles, dangers, seen and unseen. You've been through some year, and through all that you've been through this year, I come to let you know, you still got your mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, I come to preach to somebody that can taste, that can praise God, that the fact that I might have lost some things, I, I, I might have lost some friends, I, I, I might have lost some money, I might have lost some things, but despite of what I lost, the one thing I still got is my mind. I wonder if I could take, t- uh, talk to about 30 people here this morning and that, w- that is bold enough to praise God that you still got your mind. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, if I start talking about student loans, y'all will shouting your boy down. But don't you know that your mind is more precious than money? Don't you know that your mind is more precious than whatever physical thing that you can attain? Can you praise God that he's kept your mind through the pandemic? He's kept you. Through this political season, he kept you. Oh, God. Through the last four years of the presidency, he kept you. When you thought you were going to lose your mind. And I wonder, is there anybody here that's grateful for the fact that you still got your mind? Why don't you open up your mouth and say, I still got my mind. I I still got my mind. I I got a mind to worship him. I got a mind to praise him. I, I got a mind to lift him up. I got a mind to thank him. I got a mind to pray because he's still God. He's kept your mind. And you ain't been dealing with what you've been dealing with for how long she's been dealing with it. He's kept you this whole year. And it, it ain't got nothing to do with you. It ain't got nothing to do with your degree. It ain't got nothing to do with your connections. It ain't got nothing to do with your network. But it got everything to do with God. Had God not kept your mind, oh God, you would be in a psych ward by now. If God had not kept your mind, you will be depressed right now. If God had not kept your mind, you will be broke, busted, and disgusted. If God had not kept your mind, you would have lost it over the breakup. If God had not kept your mind, you, you would have lost it the minute they gave you the pink slip. If God had not kept your mind. Somebody say He's been keeping my mind. <laughs> Woo. 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 We thank you for keeping our minds. When I should have lost it, when I, when I should have went crazy, I, I thank you for keeping my mind.
to be in the hospital, have surgery the first time, get better. And then after six weeks, start having pain again and have to have another surgery. That should make one lose their mind. That would make one go crazy. I'm back in this hospital again after I thought they fixed me the first time, but somebody said he's been keeping me. He's been keeping me a long time. That this ain't the first time he's kept me. And I come to tell you, you serve a God that's a mind keeper. You serve a God that'll keep you together when you feel like you're falling apart. You serve a God that will keep your mind Mike, I'm done. You can play something soft. I'm grateful that he's kept my mind. He's kept your mind. You should have had a psychoschematic emotional breakdown by now. You should have been admitted to the hospital for a panic attack the way life has hit you. But he's kept your mind. Mike, could you give me some strings? In this moment, if you would just lift your hands. Ooh, I wish I could just touch your head. Ah. He's kept your mind. But all that they've been through, God, you still got their head. Jesus. Issues on the job. Issues in their singleness. Woo. Issues in their marriage. Issues with their children. Children having issues with their parents. But you are keeping tight of Thank you for keeping their mind. Wish I could just lay, lay my hand on everybody, on everybody's head. But Father, the fact that their hands are raised is a sign. That even though I can't touch them, you can. And some of them are dealing with some stuff right now that's, that's putting them on the brink of, of just throwing in the towel. Some of them are just on the brink of, of giving up. Some of them are just on the brink of, 
saying, you know what? I'm done with this. But Father, I pray, God, that you will touch. Whoa. You will touch. Touch only how you can. Move how only you can. Help them to recover their mind. Mm. Uh, yes, God. God. Yes, God. Life must go on, so they yet need wisdom. They need wisdom for how they ought to move forward, how to move beyond the moment. Father, we pray for strategies in the mind. Oh, God. How to navigate relational damage. Father, give them strategies for how to move throughout the rest of this year. God, give them strategies for restoration, God, in the name of Jesus. God, give them strategies for, 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 for living out their soul salvation and becoming closer to you, God. Give them strategies, God, that they need to, to improve their walk with you, God. Thank you, God. Touching their mind. And we thank you for recovery. In Jesus' name. Amen. Come on and put those blessed hands together. Thank you so much for tuning in with us. We hope you really enjoyed today's message. If you did, here's your opportunity to partner with us on today. You can partner by giving via Cash App, dollar sign, Heavenly Gospel Church. Or go to hglovespeople.com, press the give button and give whatever amount that you would love to give on today. Again, be blessed and thank you for tuning in.